Hello and welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. This is the podcast for the side cash hustler. If you want insights, real life experience from people just like you on how they started creating side income, you are in the right place. Documented experiences of people creating a few hundred dollars to extra tens of thousands of dollars a month. Make sure to subscribe and review. This means more than you know. Also, feel free to check us out at selfreliantwealth.com. Before we jump into the episode, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Welcome back to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is episode number 39, part two of the interview with Ben Wilson. Let's jump right back into it. So number three was keep keep your head in front of your feet. And the life lesson from that was more of uh, think before doing, but don't stop doing. Love that. Dude, there's such a good parable to that. Seriously, that's like such a good lesson, right? It goes back to that ready, fire, aim analogy. Or no, fire, ready, aim analogy, right? Yeah, ready, fire, aim by Michael Masterson. Yep. Fantastic it, book. Oh, dude, if you dive in and you're taking action, but you start thinking a little bit before, it's just going to set you up for that much more success. And I think I've learned that the hard way, where half the time I'm like, Oh, dude, that sounds like a good idea. Let's go do it. Right. And that's been one of my unique talents is I don't wait around. If I have a thought or an idea, I go do it. Right. But sometimes that bites me in the butt because I don't think it all the way through before I go out and start acting and taking, you know, the necessary steps to be able to see the results of that. And so I don't know, man, I, I think you that's an easy way to visualize that process and just see. And I, that's money. What was number two? Number two was when it starts to hurt, remember lesson number oh, that's one. Right. That's right. That is, <laughs> dude, that's also a good one because it really does go back to the fundamentals and the basics. And I'm sure you've learned that. I mean, especially in building funnels and learning the psychology of just human behavior, there are basic trends that are similar throughout each and every single person, yet everybody is so unique and different. But there are certain things that are unanimous. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I used to do big parties with like Macklemore. We had an event with him. There was an event with uh, American authors uh, in which I proposed that there was 5,000 people at that event. Um, but we've, I've done big events and that was a, like I used to just throw parties all over the United States and that translating into working with uh, healthcare professionals who've been CEOs of these Fortune 500 companies, right? They generate billions of dollars. And I remember the lessons I learned throwing parties for kids, like kids, like like college students, right? These massive parties. I mean, we were just blowing money out of money cannons at one point. Like it was a lot of crazy <laughs> fun. And literally 12 months later, I was working and I remember I was in uh, Sunrise, Florida. And I was at the top of this building and inside the room, every other person in there was 50 years old. I was 25 at the time. And I was thinking, how did I get here? Like literally nine months ago, I was throwing a party and it was, a, it was an amazing fun party. But at the same time, like you would never think the professional who decided, hey, how fun would it be to just put on 5,000 person parties yep. would also be sitting in a room full of guys who are at least double my age. And um, one of the lessons is it's the basics. It's the basics of marketing. It's the basics of business. And it always is important to come back to those basics and just say, uh, you know, as, as much as people want to expand and go, well, what's the secret, right? What's the, what's the stuff that you're not saying? Like you said, you had to learn something the hard way. 
But I want to know, is there an easy way to learn something? Like there isn't. <laughs> no, I think it's just the process, right? And I think really the definition of easy versus hard is you become more in tune with the process. So you are still getting stretched and you're still getting, you know, pushed. But at the same time, your mentality shifts to enjoying the process versus fighting the process. I think that's really the only difference. Dude, that's one of the life lessons. That's one of my life lessons in here is, is along that. I, I'll, I'll share that one right now, actually. Um, this is number six. Pain is part of the experience. Get used to it. In fact, prove your why, like why you do it. When the pain becomes unbearable, know why you're doing this, right? And when the pain is unbearable, focus on that to distract yourself from the real pain. Like focus on why you're doing it because it'll eliminate your, the feeling of pain. Right. And then use that pain or use that distraction to fuel yourself to keep going. Like pain is just part of the experience, right. no matter what. There isn't a non-painful experience to growth. Think of your body. Like when you were growing up and you hit puberty and like your body ate because you were growing, it was stretching, it was pushing yourself in these uncomfortable limits. You didn't have a choice though. Your body was just doing it. As soon as it became that you were done growing, like that experience now is people don't want to put themselves into a painful experience. Their brain is, is warning them. No, 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 don't do that. Back away. This is going to hurt. If you can get over the fact that pain is just part of the experience. Like, like I said, every mile of the 13.1 miles last night sucked. It wasn't easy, but I also know like a month ago, I couldn't run more than a mile. So obviously it's going to suck. There, there's not a trick to it. It's, it's just part of the experience. Dude, I love that. And that's really what it comes down to. I mean, I think there, you know, there is no one size fits all type of mentality other than the more that you can submit and just enjoy the process. That's when everything begins to change because you really start to look at life through a completely different lens, through a completely different perspective. And you start to see the growth patterns. You start to see the development. You start to see the changes. And that's what solidifies and builds the confidence that you need to go out and actually seize that moment or seize that opportunity. Yeah. It, it really has happened or it happens when you, you put yourself in uncomfortable situations because the obstacle is the way there's a book by Ryan holiday. Uh, fascinating guy. He was, he's a growth hacker, but one of the things that he shared about in a book called the obstacles, the way is entirely like the thing that you don't want to do. The thing that you fear is the thing that you should do. You fear it for a reason. And you, and anything that you want is on the other side of that obstacle, right? Whatever you want to get out of life, you don't, it's like, Hey, I would love to, I'd love to run a marathon without ever running. Cause if I could just show up and do it, I would. Right. But anyone oh, yeah that point yep. it's the things that everyone else isn't doing like if it was easy everyone would do it and at that point is it worth it right right so that's that's the part that i i think when you start to callous up your mind it becomes enjoyable to know okay I, I can do hard things and i can put myself in uncomfortable situations and i can find i can find some joy in this that keeps you going like it's not going to be a hundred percent joyful you're not just right you're not just loving every second, but if you can find joy in it to keep going, like that's all you need. You need enough joy that when you wake up the next day, like you're excited about it. 
So this brings me to another really good point, you know, from that joy and from just that looking back on the experience, but how, how relevant and how conscious are you of gratitude and like being grateful for the journey and the process? More often than not, to be honest with you, I thank my parents for it. Um, so I, I haven't shared this with you, uh, your listeners, but I'm originally from South Africa. And we moved to America when I was 10, we were homeless. We had nothing. We moved with uh, literally a suitcase in each hand. And that was all we could bring because that's all we could afford to bring on the flight. And um, we struggled. My, my dad couldn't legally work. My mom was able to get a visa. And they shared with me very early on, like, we can't buy you stuff. We just, we can't buy you clothes for school. We can't even buy you notebooks and pencils. And so I remember borrowing pieces of paper and, and having to borrow pencils. And uh, someone even gave me a backpack because I didn't have a backpack when we first moved. And it, uh, it was those experiences. And, and even growing up, I couldn't legally work at 16. And I started a clothing company because that was a loophole. I could start a clothing company and we put it in my dad's name because I needed, I wanted to earn money. I excluded myself, if that makes sense. So, yeah. I, so repeat that last part. You cut out just a little bit. Okay. So when I was 16, I started a clothing company uh, because all my friends were getting jobs and they were working and they were 16, you know, they could now go earn some money. And I wanted to earn money too, but I couldn't legally work. And so one of the things that I did is, as a starting clothing company was a loophole because we could put it in my dad's name or my mom's name. and then they could pay me as a kid, as their child. But I was the one out earning. I, would, I, I started printing shirts and even started skipping high school. Like I started skipping classes to just go sell clothes because I wanted to, to just figure it out. I wanted to go figure out like how to put more clothing into more shops. I ended up getting into quite a few shops uh, in Utah, Idaho, Colorado, Nevada, California, um, as a 17-year-old kid, it was, it was an amazing experience. And so I went into college with that kind of uh, under my belt. Um, but what happened was, it was there was so much adversity. I had to go to college to stay legal in America. So one of the curiosity things that happened was um, I knew I was stuck going to school if I wanted to stay in America and, and, and be with my family. So I figured out how to get scholarships because I couldn't afford to pay for it. I had to figure out how to earn money to pay for everything that the scholarships couldn't pay for. And um, all of it was a trial, every single part of it. It wasn't easy any, like, at any single time. But because of it, uh, you start to callous your mind and go, well, I've done it before. I could do it again. If I've done that, I could do this as well. And you start to believe in yourself. You start to talk to yourself and, and say, you can do good things. And like self-talk, man, it, as much as people want to say like you're crazy, it's okay. Not only is it acceptable, it's it's it actually is the secret. Talk to yourself in a very positive, kind way, and you'll accomplish more things than you ever thought was possible. Because that's how you push through those hard times. And so I become grateful for that. Dude, I love that you brought that up. I had a, a book that was given to me by a friend of mine, and it was talking about water and how I don't know if you've heard this or seen this, but basically if you have a water crystal and there are sounds or vibrations or even voice commands, 
the water crystals will form and they will shape differently based on the messages that are received from the water crystals. Oh, no way. Yeah, it's crazy. Fascinating. That, that is fascinating. Anyway, one of the things that it did was when you had, you know, negative talk to it or positive talk is funny and funky as it sounds, the crystals would form differently and they would be less complete on the negative and the positive would form into these amazing, you know, crystal sculpture. It was crazy. It was nuts. Anyway, what I learned from that was basically the same thing, right? Is if we are telling ourselves a story that is not proactive and is not positive and does not, you know, reinforce that design, then we will cripple ourselves. Right. And if we talk negatively to ourselves and we degrade ourselves and we keep that mentality of that, there's no way I can ever accomplish anything, then we're going to be in that dark hole in that dark place that we feel like we can never get out of. It's, it really is. It's so fascinating. And it's what was even more fascinating was realizing like, Self-talk is, it is more than acceptable because a lot of times there's a stigma that, oh, that person's crazy. They talk to themselves. Like, what are they saying to themselves? And I'm like, if no one's cheering for me, like, I at least need one person to cheer for me. And that should, like, no one else is going to do it. They're cheering. They, they can't even cheer for themselves. So I need to cheer for me, right? And I need a, one of the next lessons is literally to celebrate your milestones. Like, feel proud of yourself. It's okay. It's okay to be like, I freaking did that. Like, that's so cool. And it's okay to be proud of those moments because you're the only person who's really going to be proud of that moment, right? You know what you've accomplished and don't diminish that because you know, the next thing that you're going to do is harder and bigger and better. And it's not going to go away. You just have to keep going. You can do this. You can do things that are uncomfortable. And uh, like last night, man, I cried. I cried at, a, at mile 11 and a half because my calf literally gave up. I, I was hobbling to go from 11 and a half to 12 and a half. And I wanted to stop so badly. And so I started, I became emotional because I realized like now's, now's the time that I could quit. And now's the time that would be acceptable to quit because it looks like I've, I've gained two miles from my last run, which was on Friday, but at 10 and a half last Friday. And uh, I was thought, I was thinking maybe I'll go to 11 and a half. And at 11 and a half, I decided I'm going to just do it. I'm just going to push to 13.1 so I can just say I did it and like feel good about it. And I cried for two miles running, just crying because it was in so much pain. But at the same time, I was realizing like, it's very possible to put yourself beyond what you think is possible. Yep. It's, it's beyond okay. And what I was yelling, I was like, man, I was just screaming. And I know everyone in New York. I mean, there's millions of people here. And I know a lot of people could just hear this, but I'm like, none of that matters. What needs to matter is I need energy and this is causing energy and I need to be stoked about it because they've got their own lives. They don't understand the context. They don't understand like yep. the, the growth that's happened. And at the end of the day, like I'm on my own journey and they're on their journey. And so I need to do what I need to do for myself to take care of myself and push myself and not think, Oh, what are they going to think by seeing a guy running? He's crying. He's yelling positive messages at himself. Like I'm pretty sure it looks crazy but at the same time. Like I also got done and I realized that freaking sucked at the same time. I am so I'm stoked. I was so stoked to do such a thing like that in such a short time. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And I think, 
you know, I really, I really believe, you know, everything that you've just shared in the sense too, that, you know, in life, we, we feel like we're always competing against somebody else, but the greatest competition we have, and even the greatest critic is ourself, right? When we can realize and become aware that the only person competing is us against ourselves, then everything changes in, the, in the, that dynamic, right? Because then we become much more engaged in the cause and the purpose. And we start seeing even, you know, in business, right? If you have the same market, technically your competitors, but if you're competing just against yourself, you're probably going to outcompete against that business because you're pushing yourself to a level higher than any standard that anybody else is pushing themselves to. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it's I, yeah, awesome it's to, awesome. to switch your, your goals around. If you are just competing against someone else, you're competing against their goals, yep. but you also don't understand their context. And you, so it's going to be frustrating. Like I, I became very depressed uh, around August of last year and I was depressed for like three months. I mean, I, I shut down my business for a while. I stepped away from it and I was really sad. I felt very alone, even though there's people around me. And uh, one of the things is because I had set my expectations so high that I was trying to hit a million dollars in 12 months. But the way that I was approaching it was because I was competing against someone else. Yep. I was competing against a good buddy of mine. And uh, as, as great as a challenge as that is, I didn't understand his context and I didn't understand his motive. And my motive was connected to his. And so my expectation of myself became so high because I, I had voiced it, I had announced it to my audience and, um, and my reality was so low. So that gap between my reality and my expectations, that is what causes depression is what I learned. So that the more that you, you have your expectations and they're so high of yourself um, versus your reality, like it should be a much smaller gap. And then you should hit that expectation. You should make your reality hit your expectation. But if the gap is too high, you're going to become depressed because you're going to look outwardly versus looking inwardly. Dude, I love that you just brought that up too, because if you take a look at it and you go from milestones to goals, right? Like that is a conversation that I love being able to talk about because if you, people talk about goals all the time, but what happens if you don't accomplish a goal? right? You get depressed, you get sad, you quit, and you don't try to do anything else again, right? Mm -hmm. But if you look at a milestone, I think of like a road trip, right? If you have destinations along the way, then you're more likely to succeed, even if it takes you a little longer, it takes you, you know, you get there faster, then it's a pivotal moment in the shift of what's happening versus, oh, there's all this buildup, there's all this pressure, there's all this expectation, and oh crap we didn't make it or oh hey we did hey we hit a million dollars cool now what what did we prove that's is that how you're governing your success is that how you are you know defining your happiness level tied to that outcome and if you tie your outcomes and your happiness levels and your success to things that don't really have purpose and validation then i mean you're always going to be chasing always chasing. I, I am 100% agree with what you just said. A milestone is a lot. Uh, it's a lot more beneficial to set. Like my goals for 2019, I looked at it differently because I'd come out of that failure. I'd come out of, uh, I mean, we grew our business pretty big. We were doing a good five figures every single month after a short time. And 
it wasn't making me any happier. The more clients we brought on, I wasn't happier. I was just more frustrated and I was spending more time. I was working 18 hours a day. There were times, I mean, I was up so early in the morning and then just working, working, working. I wasn't taking care of myself. And uh, for what, right? Like I built a job that I hate. That, That was the thing that I realized was the worst part of all. I built myself a job that I did not like going to. I didn't like the responsibility that I'd made for myself. And what you'd said about milestones is you're exactly right. It's part of the journey. Uh, and that's actually one of the, the lessons that I wrote down was don't stop until you cross your finish line. Everyone's got a different finish line. So don't cross until, or don't stop until you cross your finish line. No matter how slow you go between milestones, every step forward, no matter how big or small, fast or slow is a step forward. Like, that's, that's the lesson is every step forward you take on your journey is a step forward. And if you're, you're trying to figure out, well, when do you stop? You don't stop until you cross your finish line, wherever you put it. And then it goes into another one that I had, um, which was another amazing episode with Ben Wilson. Look forward to tomorrow to finish up uh, the final part of the interview that uh, really does have some amazing gold nuggets to it. So make sure to tune in tomorrow, check out that episode. Also, subscribe, rate, and review. It really does mean more than you know. And uh, share this with your friends. There's lots of different gold nuggets and lessons that can be learned. And it's a great thing to be able to do to just share with other people that uh, may be going through similar circumstances. As always, make sure to check out the selfreliantwealth.com website and or follow us uh, through social media. Make sure to ask questions. Let us know feedback and topics for discussion. Um, If you know somebody that would like to be interviewed, that's also an amazing thing as well. So make sure to check out the selfreliantwealth.com website. There's a uh, button right there on the homepage they can click to be able to schedule that interview time. Thanks so much again for listening. And remember to infuse hope to those in need by teaching correct principles that lead to result-driven action. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle? Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.